Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Producer Todd. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Gentlemen, how goes it? Special uh, Monday show tonight, because we've got a lot before our best of show to cram in. Word. Some of us are a little tired. We had a little night out, and blood, guts, and gore, and that was fun. Crimson Crown Wrestling, you'll have to check that out when you get a chance. Some of us bought Metallica tickets. Find out in the the post show. You can hear all of those uncensored stories at patreon.com slash fleshwoundfeatures, which we will be live pretty much right after this I'm glad you said uncensored stories because I am no longer allowed to use the N-word on Patreon, so... You were never allowed to use it on me. Uh, in the beginning, I dropped the end bomb constantly, and now you're being a little bitch about it, but that's cool. <laughs> Pugs is, you're going to make me do it. For our audio listeners, Pugs it's been is a while. black, Pugs, so we're I'm not. pretty sure POCs can say the N-word, but. They can. Anybody can, really. <laughs> but you can't tell if somebody's listening to an audio. They can't tell. Yeah, but, if, either, it, you but if it's on Patreon, they're not going to be listening to audio. They're going to be true. watching videos. So what if know. there's what if there's a blind person that's a patron, Krieger? You got to consider this thing. This, okay, I motherfucker, suck my dick from the back. All right, get, you're already pissing me off. Get this shit going. Well, anyways, so since we're off to a really happy start, uh, there is some good news. Yeah. Nothing, not, not a whole lot of news, really, but just uh, something that's been. God, at least what sixteen years in the making? Something, something like that. to be thankful for. Eli about? Roth's Thanksgiving is finally happening. That that's fucking rad. Yeah, that is it's, pretty cool because I didn't. I just figured, yeah, too long. Not is that happen. the last one? The last one of those Grindhouse trailers that we need? No, because there's oh. the one Dan will cream his pants if we ever get to Werewolf that. Women of the S. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Which I want the- don't, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, you might get it now. I mean, if this actually does well, I just don't see why you wouldn't get it. But are there going to be fake trailers attached to this uh, to Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Machete, I mean, Machete didn't have it, and neither did Hobo with a shotgun. So, all right, that's a weird one because that well, wasn't really a trailer, but it was a trailer, but only like that was a whole weird thing with Hobo with a shotgun. Yeah, was, like, really a trailer in Canada. Like here, it was never part of the. Yeah, yeah, but it still counts. Yes, uh, <laughs> the Canadian distributor did it. Don't be a stickler. I, well, I guess I would like them to add some. That'd be cool. Up Canada, I guess they don't count according oh, yeah. to producer. Have you seen South Park? Yeah, <laughs> Frostback mother, goddamn floppy-headed motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, buddy, don't call me guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah, I would have rathered Werewolf Women of the SS, but I think uh, Thanksgiving should be fun. <laughs> Back to basics for Eli Roth, too. I hope so. Doing some different stuff. And then we get a fucking new slasher icon with the Pilgrim. Like, that's fucking right. cool. <laughs> yeah. Even though we yeah. do have a, pl- a Pilgrim Thanksgiving slasher film, but. Yeah, it's Blue House. It's not from Eli Roth. You don't have to. Sh- anyway, I don't want <laughs> but, but yeah, well, it's. It's coming. Yeah, Dan, you're a fucking Bloomhouse fan now. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I mean, it's got some big shoes to fill. I mean, it's got the body by Jake shoes. It's got to beat. So, just remember that. That's <laughs> till as of this moment. I don't know. That might be our definitive. 
<laughs> Wouldn't that that would be like I, I know like two people that see the movie would get it, but can you imagine at the end if if I don't know Body by Jake just showed up and like ripped the killer's face apart? Honestly, if they wanted up, you, man. honestly if they wanted you just something subtle and do it, just have one of the commercials playing on TV. Well, there you go. Well, I want Body by Jake in the damn movie. I understand you do, Dan, but that's a lot. You may maybe you'd get a trailer. <laughs> Yeah, well, unless I mean, unless Eli Roth is some huge, you know, fan of Home Sweet Home, which is very possible. It, oh, I guarantee yeah. <laughs> this this could just be his remake under the Dave Thanks Killing, and I'd be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, I'd save it for the versus film, I suppose. Uh guys, a programming note. Uh, as I said, we will be live right after this on Patreon, patreon.com slash flesh wound features. And uh you're also uh, Flesh Wound Force. The tribal chief himself, Ozzy V, is going to be uh, live for House Party. So that'll but be. You guys going to for tonight, Dan. So is House Party Hood approved? You know what? I am so many years past a rewatch. It, let's just say membership pending for House Party. So Dan got know. the answer wrong. Yeah. I like. I like. <laughs> I liked at least the first I acknowledge Kid and Play. Okay. <laughs> I like, yeah, well, they're grown man at work now, but. but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now I can't use that joke on the other one. God yes, damn you it. can. <laughs> That's this pretty is good. true. Ozzy yeah. hasn't seen, heard it. Yeah. They're, they're both honorary Aussies as of now. We'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so, and we will also have our Wednesday show where we're covering Megan and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And last but not least, the 18th, I believe, is going to be the best of 2022 show. So a little bit later, but we wanted to make sure we got pretty much everything in. So that's about what we did last year, too, Dan. Yeah. So we don't rush it out like other assholes. We do not. And you're going to get a very thorough list because, I mean, nobody sees everything, but we see most everything. <laughs> Fucking, I, yeah. I'm at like 150 something now for 2022 movies alone. So I think uh, our ours will be the most extensive uh, top list that because we do watch literally fucking everything. We we do. Uh, sometimes sometimes we look like we came back from the nom. If it always been cramming. Fuck just going in dry. No, no lube, baby. <laughs> well, red red lube. The red lube happens. That's all right. Nature's lube. All right. So we uh this this podcast. Is- yeah, come on, keep it going, Dan. I keep we're on a PG-13. schedule today. Yes, we're on a schedule. So all right, kicking it off. Very excited to talk about this one, which uh I'm stalling as I fumble my notes. Something in the Dirt, the new film from the filmmaking duo Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. And uh, it's a good porn name. Uh, In this one, when neighbors John and Levi witness supernatural events in their Los Angeles apartment building, they realize documenting the paranormal could inject some fame and fortune into their wasted lives. An ever deeper, darker rabbit hole, their friendship frays as they uncover the dangers of the phenomena at the city and each other. All right, so uh, something in the dirt. Um, If you're unfamiliar with Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, 
I, I was a big fan of their early stuff. I love Resolution and The Endless, which are both connected. I've always really enjoyed those movies. Uh, they also did Spring, which I always recommend is like one Spring. of the best. Yeah. It's one of the better like horror date flicks. If you want to seal the deal, show you know watch Spring, uh, spring with your with your significant other. I think uh, it was Maniac, but well, there you go. It just depends on the girl, I guess. But uh, you know the la- their last film, Synchronic, I liked it, but I, I I don't know. I felt like I didn't connect with it as much. It, it was. A good film, but it wasn't a great film. I liked and, it. Yeah. yeah, I liked it too. I just felt like some of their earlier stuff I enjoyed more. And um, this is their pandemic film. I mean, this is all pretty much just an apartment or outside the apartment. Um, you can tell. And it's amazing how many of these uh, pandemic shot movies uh, have, have actually been pretty decent. I mean, we've had some bad ones too, but generally speaking... People managed to find a way to make uh, make it work uh, during that that dark period. And time of my life, fuck. Y'all. I was gonna say, bugs like dark. What the fuck are you talking about? The good old days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so this one deals with some very kind of metaphysical uh, secret society conspiracy theory uh, type stuff. I'm probably saying this long, but Py- Pythagorean. Uh, like the Pythagorean. numbers, Pythagorean. There you go, Kruger. Good looking out. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a numbers cult society, whatever you want to call it. A uh, lot of great ideas in this movie. I just kind of thought it was a little bit undercooked. I'm sure there's probably some stuff maybe in this one that that went over my head. I'm not an expert on on any of this, but I don't know. It, it, it's like this one was just kind of meh for me. It was interesting, but I. By the end of it, I just was left feeling underwhelmed. I'm kind of worried that they peaked early and they're just slowly becoming, uh, I don't know, little, a little less uh, interesting is not the word. It's still an interesting movie, but I, I don't think it all came together for me like I was hoping. And uh, this was, uh, I believe, the last one I watched. I was like, this, you know, I, I need to get this one in with these these guys' track record, but... I don't know. It it left me kind of wanting, but uh, how about you guys, Kruger? What did you think? You know, with their movies, I've been a little iffy. Like I've never hated any of them, but mm-hmm. I just I've always wanted something more out of uh, you know, like the endless. I thought you know it starts great, but then like with the ending, I'm kind of left wanting more. Same with uh, Synchronic. So mm-hmm. with this one. Um, I thought the characters were really, really well done and they felt like people I actually like, you know, know in my daily life. So it was very like and, and they were kind of in a relatable situation. So uh, I, I did like them, but the movie's very dialogue heavy. And, uh, you know, at first, you know, following these two strangers with the uh, having this paranormal experience and trying to make a documentary about it, that was a really cool concept. But it it lost my interest after a while, and there was these stretches where I just started to get pretty bored. And I was also hoping for a better ending, maybe something more you know climactic than what we did get. But as a whole, I I, I can't say like I didn't have a 
you know, decent time with it. It's just not anything I would rewatch or, you know, anything I would go out of my way to recommend to somebody because this probably <laughs> won't get over with a lot of people. But it was weird enough, and there's some things that were interesting that were like kind of intertwined in the story that interested me and kept my interest. But at the same time, there are stretches where it keeps you, it gets you kind of bored. So uh, as a whole, I, I think I like Sychronic better and maybe the endless, but um, it, it, I would say it's, it's not that big of a step down from their other movies, just for me personally. Kind of made me want to watch documentaries on the, concepts they were exploring yeah well well, my my whole thing was when i was watching this i was like this would have been a really cool mockumentary like if they would have made it mockumentary style i think it would because they already kind of did with certain scenes of the movie where you know there's interviews being taken in and people are trying to explain like their connection to the whole situation that's going on if they would have put this in a mockumentary format i think it would have got over better with me and just the audience in general but um i will say i know some people really into crystals like uh you know the weird crystal stuff i, I don't yeah. know what the hell you would call it no not not that type of crystal the uh <laughs> the, the the like healing factors of crystals and weird shit that they kind of you know they kind of introduce into the story i would recommend it to people that are you know have interest in those types of things especially with having a I don't know. Would you call this even a horror movie? More like a sci-fi thriller. Uh, sci- yeah. Yeah. Pair. Yeah. Really more sci-fi. I would say. But uh, I would say if you know people in the crystals, show them this movie. See what they think. Because uh, I, I already did with one of my friends, and she actually really liked it. So. Hmm. I I seem to be falling in line with both of you. Where I enjoyed the idea, and I I really liked the ending. I liked this the setup. But I just yeah. got less and less interested in these characters and more interested in what they were talking about. But that didn't mix well. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you, dudes. It's a uh, what, what do you call it, Dan? Undercooked. That's I like that phrase today. It's undercooked. Under, undercooked. Extended yeah. back. <laughs> I mean, it, it it was produced probably relatively fast. It was something like, okay, we can actually pull. I don't this care off. about that. If you're an artist and you need to get a story off your chest, you you'll yeah. find a way. So. I, I could also watch this one again and like it better a second time down the line, to be honest. Yeah, but I am a I'm a big resolution in the endless mark. I think those those two films see, I think are great. See the the resolution, I just I don't like that movie. I, I don't know what it is about it, but I actually I like I think the endless is okay, but it's again like I know people <coughs> that absolutely adore them and I just I, I don't I don't see the same thing in them. But um especially because it's you know it's basically cosmic horror too but uh they definitely go with the more you don't see type of thing <laughs> oh yeah definitely um Todd, something in the dirt yeah i'm kind of like with everyone it's a it's a pretty movie um it's just i was more interested like pug said what they were talking about than the actual characters um and i do think it is a dip down of quality from their other ones um, and I don't like them as much as Dan does, but I have enjoyed their previous, you know, output. But yeah, this one I, I figured Dan would love this one, but <laughs> I wanted to. I just yeah, by the end of it, I just yeah, maybe I didn't hate it. Just yeah, I don't know. It was um, there are also some things that could have gone over my head. Again, I don't understand some of these concepts. So uh, 
it had me Googling docs. So that says something. I want to watch some docs on some of this stuff. Um, particularly that, you know, the group, the secret society stuff. Swaggy uh, G. Dan, thank you for, for your tip about limes and lemons. You might have saved some lives. I hope you're over 18. <laughs> His reference. Uh, and yes, Swaggy's a patron. So we hope yes, to see you Welcome later, to our, our latest patron, Swaggy G. Swaggy thank G. You. Thank you. Um, so yes, that is something in the dirt. I guess we can go ahead and rate this one. Um, I'm still a two and a half. It's it's interesting, and it might play better for you than it does for me. Uh, I prefer their other work, though. Yeah, I'm I'm on par, two and a half out of five. But uh, I may rewatch this when you know I take some mushrooms or do some other drugs that are a little bit stronger than weed. I think that may <laughs> help it out a bit. Maybe an opener before you rewatch Mandy. There's a new series, <laughs> Shrooms and Kruger. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a shroom bar, man. Two out of five for me. I'm with Pugs on this one. Two out of five, below average for me. All right. All right. Moving on to our next film of the evening, which, spoiler alert, before I even get, not even, no, it's not a spoiler alert, but yeah, it doesn't count as a spoiler alert. Um, Best titty sucking scene ever. Huh? Just gonna, I'm gonna lead in with that. Oh, okay. For Matriarch, I can't Hulu. co-sign, but it's up there. I <laughs> haven't, watched, I haven't watched this one yet, but nothing like class from Dan. I'm no, I'm well, I'm now you're going. It's his, it's his favorite flavor of milk too. So, <laughs> so uh, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna zone out because I do still need to watch it. So. Yeah, right. yeah, I think you will want to watch it. Uh, yeah. But all right. Matriarch, a Hulu original from director Ben Steiner, writer-director Ben Steiner. And in this one, afflicted with the mysterious disease after surviving an overdose, a woman returns to her childhood home to confront her personal demons and estranged mother, but instead discovers a real one. Um, all right. Demon. Um, Matriarch Kruger. Yeah. What did you think? Well, um, first thing I'll say, uh, the main character that we get in this story, very, very relatable. Uh, and just watching her try to function through her daily life with all her addictions and childhood trauma haunting her, uh, expe and especially with her horrible relationship with her mother and how that all comes into play with the story. It just felt very authentic, and I thought very, very well done uh, making her a sympathetic character that just you know, I know people like this and at times I've, I've been, I've been this type of person. So uh very, very good character. Uh, the story, you know, very bizarre at first, you're trying to figure out what the fuck is really going on and how any of this makes any sense. But uh, as the story goes on, you know, you get these decent moments of gross body horror that keeps you guessing where all this madness is going to lead to. And then when you find out, holy shit, I wasn't necessarily expecting uh, what they went with. And uh, with all the disturbing, disgusting imagery we got when all when it all, you know, it culminates into that final act, really fucking great stuff. There's also a, a, a kill in here that uh, is all practical and really well done. There's some CGI in this movie, but this kill alone made me forgive, like, all of it. And it's just this face-bashing scene that just reminded me of stuff 
like we got an irreversible and human centipede too, which is a really big high high praise for me because uh, fa- th- those nasty face smashing kills are some of my favorite things in horror. And anytime we get a good one, I have to give them a big pat on the back. And this one definitely deserved it. And overall, I mean, this movie was just like a total acid trip. You, you know, you're really trying to figure out what the hell is going on. You know, you're feeling for this character and then, when it's all revealed in that ending, uh, holy shit, it, it shit hits the fan and takes you on to a pretty uh, big emotional roller coaster ride. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. Definitely one that, you know, I really wish gets a like uh, Blu ray or something in the future. I don't know if it ever will because of it being a Hulu exclusive. But I, I think a lot of people are, are probably just slept on this because it's just some thrown-on streaming title. And I think it's one of the better movies we got in 2022. So uh, it's probably not going to make my top 10 or anything like that. But it's definitely one that's going to stick out in my head when I look at this year. Uh, Worth cramming in? Yeah, for sure. Uh, out of everything that we've crammed so far, this is my number one. This is You definitely need to watch this movie. Right on. Uh, All right. The main, the not the main, not the lead chick, but her mom. I fucking love her. I can't remember her name, but she was the standout in Raven, the other movie. Kate Dickey. Kate Dickey. One day I'll get it. Dickey, come on. Um, fucking awesome. Uh, massive talent, and she's surrounded by other really talented people and talented people behind the camera. Uh this is. This is pretty incredible. I liked it a lot. I did not expect to take this type of journey, and the re- like the reveals and stuff were fucking phenomenal. And Dan brought it up already. That scene is cool as fuck. I did not expect it. Uh, it's a breeze to watch too. I'm in and out, and I'm just focused the entire time. This this is standout of the crams for me. I like Kruger. <laughs> yeah, I was very very happy. All right. Yes. Uh, pr- uh, pretty solid year for hulu i know fresh is on a lot of people's top tens and you'll see if that'll make any of ours uh on the best of show uh so matriarch for me i've been a big kate dickey fan since 2006's red road which is a mystery thriller it's definitely one that just kind of one of these random movies not a lot of people have seen but it's really good i don't know if it's streaming anywhere or anything but if you you are a kate dickey fan check out red road um so yeah i'm a big folk horror guy and i'm a big body horror guy and this is a a pretty cool uh blending of both easily recommended for fans of the wicker man uh it's also been a hell of a year for uh folk horror with uh moloch and uh several other films actually this year um i like this one a lot uh really cool creature design later on uh, there's some uh, glimpses of some pretty debauchery some pretty intense debauchery um in a cool place as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's brief it is brief like you, you don't get to see um Uh, did you get frozen pugs? No. Oh, okay. You something was going. Maybe it was me. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some some glimpses. It's some pretty messed up stuff. I mean, it's not a super graphic movie. It comes in kind of you know brief uh, splurts, but 
it's there. It's nasty. It's ugly. It, it builds. Uh, there, there are some. It, it builds to it for sure. It goes with quality oh, yeah. over quantity, Dan. Yeah, and there's some there's some funny moments when uh, let's just say she finds the horror book. I guess <laughs> we'll just call it that. I thought that was uh, pretty funny. Uh, the cock yeah, sizes uh, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, I mean that's like that's I think the beginning of super bad. <laughs> I think I stop reading when I find like a, a a book where a relative is like, uh, you know, this uh, this anal was better than that anal. Like it's it's like yeah, I think I'm stopping. I don't think I want to continue to read that. I don't believe you. you. Know? I mean, I can only imagine what we find in Todd's uh, horror book, but that's that's another podcast entirely. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, matriarch. Uh, Jemima J- Jemima Rupert Ooh. plays Laura. <laughs> uh, she is really good. I thought she was great. Uh, Kate Dickey, of course, always awesome. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a really it's not great. I don't think it rises to the level of being fantastic. I can't say it's my favorite of the Crams, but it is a very entertaining movie. And it, like I said, Hulu. I don't think I've watched maybe a ton of horror original horror movies on Hulu this year, or maybe more than I think if I go and look back, but uh, this is certainly a quality one. Also, probably I would certainly agree, not one I'm hearing a ton of talk about, it feels like. I, it's, uh, this is going to be one of those movies where people are going to probably find it in a few months, and it's going to make its rounds in the horror group, uh, the horror groups on Facebook, and they're just going to be like, "Oh, you need to watch this. It's so disgusting. I turned it. I couldn't even finish watching it." Type shit. I, I guarantee you, that's probably going to happen eventually. <laughs> just people haven't got around to finding it yet. Yeah, it's only been out a little over two months too, so it's it's not like it's just an earlier. Uh, in once the year TikTok film. gets a hold of it. Over. Yeah, for real, dude. Yeah. Do we need to start doing that and just start fucking starting these TikTok trends? <laughs> fucking more exposure. Fuck Why it. Not? There we go. <laughs> uh, so, I guess we can go ahead and rate this one. Uh, Kruger, what say you? I am a four out of five, uh, and it reminded me of a couple of different movies that we've gotten over uh the last few years that are similar themed i say double this up with the movie the feast i think that would be a great double oh yeah okay and pugs i'm a four and a half out of five nice i am a three and a half out of five check it out on hulu uh all right so moving on to our next film of the evening which is uh the apology now i'm gonna say with this one there there's a reveal pretty early in the movie i'm not even going to really consider it a spoiler because if you couldn't guess it you're not paying attention uh, i mean you can kind of guess it from the uh description but it is the apology from writer director allison Locke, and in this one 20 years after the disappearance of her daughter, a recovering alcoholic is preparing to host her family's Christmas celebration when her estranged ex-brother-in-law arrives unannounced, bearing nostalgic gifts and a heavy secret. That cheating Um, whore, Skylar, up to more bullshit. Dude, I fucking hate Skylar. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get past that. All right, for Anna Gunn, who played Skylar White. She's fucking fantastic. She's a fucking fantastic actress. 
But she is Skyler's fucking. Skyler, you're one of those. Skyler's a fucking wrench in the gears. We should have this conversation after Todd. I don't think you've seen Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, Skyler's a fucking cunt, and I'll stop it at that. Yeah, she's a fucking filthy, dirty cunt. I fucking hate her guts. And and it took me like a good five minutes in get past it, right? (laughs) I'm just like. Fuck it, I want to stab you already for what the fuck you did to Walt. The last whatever thing I whatever pain you went through, keep it going. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, fuck off, Dan. Cunt. It was cheap. All right, let it go. Way. I haven't seen it. Just just let it go. No, well, that's not that's vague, but no, she she was she's a fantastic actress, shit character. What? I hate her. Which means oh, she did a good job, Dan. <laughs> but she's not she's my wrong. favorite character on the show, but Good lord! All right, well, you guys are whack, God dude. Damn, that's well, we this is, we can say that for the after show. Move Go along, we'll Dan. After show. All right, so I guess I'll be there. Okay. The apology. <laughs> um, with this one, um, sorry, I already gave the yeah. Uh, Anna Gunn uh, also wanted to throw out Linus Roach uh, is uh, the estranged brother-in-law and. Janine? Don't get to see her in horror too much. Uh, Janine Garofalo bitch. is Gretchen, the next door neighbor. We she was mean to Bert Kreischer. That is friends with her. We Tell her I said fucker. Je- Bert's over it. I'm not. <laughs> Je- Art Jess Graham, shout out if you listen to this later or listening now, actually walked her dogs and took care. Took Took care of, got her, took care of her basically on the set of uh, that Criminal Minds spinoff show. So uh, yeah, he got to hang out. Said she was very nice. Yeah, Dog now nice. she's humbled. Anyway, uh, but anyways, the apology. So this is actually Christmas horror. We didn't get it uh, during Christmas, but um, uh, still good winter horror. It's not like Christmas is like a major theme or anything. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, he's showing up 19 years later. You could probably, you know, guess some things. Um, this is a really intense movie. Now, I like this one a lot. And I was I was about to say Janine Garofalo also was in a horror thriller called Minus Man with Owen Wilson, where he played a serial killer. Also worth checking out. She's done some genre work. Um, I like this one a lot. Anna Gunn. Is amazing. She's a fantastic actress. Uh, Li- Linus Roach, uh, complex character, very um, you know creepy, but they don't go too over the top with it either. This is another one. I mean, it's pretty much two people in a house uh, on a really wintry night. I can't remember where this was supposed to be taking place. I think Wisconsin or something. So. Uh, it's a good one to you know kick your feet up with a glass of hot cocoa and just watch the back and forth as you as it kind of slowly reveals what happened. Um, and uh, uh, it's easy to relate to this one. I mean, there's nothing more horrific uh, than the nonstop pain you you have when you don't get closure for something. And I think this is you're gonna say when a parent loses a child. A very uh <laughs> well, yeah, I'm being more broad, but yeah, you not knowing. Are they okay? Are they alive? Um it's it's uh a great concept for a horror movie. And I think this one worked. Uh, it got me in the feels. I thought 
you know, again, it's Anna Gunn. I haven't really seen her in a whole lot since then. I'm sure, I mean, it's, she's been working, obviously, but uh, so I was pleasantly surprised. I think this is a great thriller. Janine Garofalo, uh, she's not a, she's not like comic relief necessarily or anything. There were times where I don't know, I wasn't gelling with her in the really? movie. She's kind of a just a she's just the goofy friend next door, dude. Like I thought she did a fantastic she, job. She was fine. She was fine. There's just something off about her in this one for me. And I actually like Janine Garofalo. I, I've <laughs> I done like a nice of, one after I'm shitting on her. <laughs> I was gonna say, Dan, the amount of times you said her name, yeah, it's obviously you're a fan. Yeah, I like her. Uh, not as much as Anna Gunn, though. But uh Kruger or Pugs, whoever wants to go, what did you think of the apology? Go for it, Kruger. Um well. You know, we've been mentioning Anna Gunn, but I also hold wanna... up any phantom. Anna Gunn is Skylar White from Breaking Bad. He didn't yeah. know that was a good word. Um, Anna, Anna Gunn did great, but also uh, Linus Roach, like I, he's fucking uh, Jeremiah Sand and Mandy. So, like, I there's automatic, I was automatically gonna, you know, love his performance just because I love that movie so much. And he kills it in this thing playing the antagonist. I mean, really, really does a great job. Um, and we also we got a pretty nice Christmassy setting in this uh, story too. So this is definitely one that you could throw in your Christmas rotation. Now, it, uh, the Christmas isn't intricate to the plot or anything like that, but you know, looking at the way the house is direct, uh, decorated and stuff, watch this. You know, I, I may throw this in my rotation every year. And yeah, I actually really like this a lot. It started a little slow, but it just grew tension more and more as the you know runtime started going and we got some twists and turns that really i wasn't expecting um and the fact that this is primarily a two person uh, you know show uh, i just thought was really really impressive especially with how invested i was with the story now there are a few times where the decisions made by some of the characters had me yelling at my tv screen a little bit cuz there's some stuff that's kind of dumb uh, that they do, but again, being in a situation, you're not going to be thinking clearly, but I can see that be an issue for some people. And uh, Overall, though, I thought it was pretty damn good. Not something I need in my collection or something that I'm going to be super eager to rewatch, but you know, if I want a movie that takes place around Christmas time, uh, I can see this making its way into my December uh, watch list. Fuck yeah. Uh, I was invested in this. I had a great time with it, watching this tennis match just back and forth of these amazing actresses, act, actresses and act, actors, whatever. Um, Dan, I still don't think you understand my point because I see your stupid comments down there, but we'll talk about that later. This is great. I highly recommend checking this out. Skylar, you're still a bitch, but they also left something on the table that you have to do the mental math for that is extra fucked up. That's the only reason why I won't go full blown. Uh, I won't suck all of its dick, but uh, I'll mention that after. Uh, but yeah, this is fucking great. Uh, definitely press play. Loved it. I guess it helped me that I didn't go in with any baggage from Breaking Bad because I had no issues with her. Dude, so. okay, hold on a minute. Fucking, we don't have an issue with her fucking performance. Her character is Calm a character that she brought to life. <laughs> I'm not talking about anything about her acting. No, I, I we're get on the that, same but, page. No, but, but Dan fucking posted, and the, oh, they're criticizing her character. No, we're not. Her character was made to fucking make you hate her. 
She did. A great I job. disagree. That's it's because not, you are not ride or die with your anyway. All right. Again, yeah. I, I you need to watch this shit, Todd, so we can all talk I, about this. I, I'm just. I have. No, I'm just saying. I didn't have like I nothing to do with the performance. I didn't have any animosity for her going in. So I hate her face. See, I don't have that, but I get that because there's certain actresses I see and I hate their face too. But I just didn't have that going in. So what if it was Julia Stiles? I would have fucking though? hated her. <laughs> <laughs> see, but at least at least this bitch is talented. Julia Stiles is yeah, fucking I was gonna say, wooden as hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, but... Is that it? Yeah, I don't have much on this one. Okay. Oh, I enjoyed okay. it for yeah. what it was. It's intense. It's it's very intense and yeah, you should definitely check out The Apology. I think it's a pretty safe bet kind of movie. I don't see too many people hating this one. I, I think uh, you, you'll all have a really good time with it. Uh, all right. So I guess we can go ahead and rate it. I'm a four out of five. I like this one a lot. Kruger? Uh, three out of five. And we may need to start a GoFundMe for Dan's hospital bills after the show. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I am a four and a half out of five. I really enjoyed this. Um, I, I'm a three off. Sweet, sweet. All right, so there we go. All right. I'm fucking team Walter. He's a f- fucking problem. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Like my my um, you know what? Someone at work does this has the same. And you of all fucking people, you of all people, Dan. <laughs> all right, next. She's not my favorite character. Come on. I haven't seen it. I know you want to argue, but my bad. Oh, that's your, right. yeah, it's, your, it's 2022. That's your own goddamn problem. <laughs> I understand that, but I'm asking if he's avoided this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he hasn't even but we're right. Yet. That is coming in 2023. Oh, he has no After choice now. It's Secret Santa. Uh, oh. Well, that's not on Secret Santa, though. But, uh... It hurts. <laughs> Continue, Dan. Oh, all right. So, Satan Slaves to Communion from director Jaco Anwar. And this is a uh, sequel to um, the Jaco Anwar film. Of course, there was the uh, original film that this was all loosely based on from the 80s. Uh, Indonesian horror royalty at this point. Um, so, four years ago, Rini's dead mother returned and took away her youngest brother. Now she lives with their surviving siblings and their father in a crowded, cheap apartment, thinking it's safer. But when a heavy storm hits, an unseen menace creeps in, and Rennie suddenly finds herself in a life-and-death struggle to save her family and get out of the building alive. All right, uh, Kruger, Satan Slaves 2. I'm kind of curious to see what you think. And uh, I don't know if we reviewed the first Satan Slaves or not, but uh, are you a fan of these movies? So I just watched the first, well, I didn't watch the original, but the remake or whatever the fuck you want to call the 27. Both on Shudder, by the way, if you want to check them both out. Yeah, the one and two are on Shudder, not the original that you were talking about before. But uh, yeah, so uh, the 2017 movie surprised me a lot. You know, I'm very, very picky when it comes to these paranormal movies, but that one really hit home. Uh, I thought it was a great story and definitely a classic when it comes to Indonesian horror. Uh, for the sequel, though, you know, definitely had some high bars to hit. Uh, 
and I think they had a solid sequel. It was nice to see the returning characters of the family in the original and, you know, That's what cool. they had been up to in this time and how their characters have changed a little bit. Uh, I also like the setting of the apartment building and the various scenarios and little scares that we got uh, going on and the way they used the setting to their advantage was really well done, especially the stuff in like the little garbage shoot. Really, really fucking nasty. Um, Pretty damn awesome scene involving an elevator, too, which, uh, you know, no spoilers, but that setup and everything, even though it wasn't a gory kill, uh, just really, really well done. And the little blood splatter scene, like, fuck. It it was just, it it was a kill where, like, yeah, I would have loved to see all the gore and the nastiness that, you know, it could have been. But at the same time, them not showing it and then maybe showing the corpses later on as the undead, I think, uh, made it more impactful. And honestly, a couple of kill sequences in this movie were fucking brutal as shit. Uh, I, I was shocked at a, at a few of them. And it all culminated into a really strong final act where, like, I think if you like this movie and you felt like the first movie... Uh, you know, it didn't give you everything that you wanted. This kind of was a nice continuation of that story and brought us to the ultimate destination that I wanted to be in the first one as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really, really good. It's really hard for me to say if it's on par with the first one or not, but it's pretty fucking close for me, at least. Uh, and uh, I, I want to rewatch them both back to back, like, you know, just a straight up uh I, I mean, the both of them. movie. Yeah, both of them. Both of them are, you know, two hours a piece, basically. But I want to sit and binge both of them back to back and see how that feels, because it, I mean, it is a really good continuation of the story, but just hard to compare because the first one I feel like is more reserved with the kills and gore. And then this one is a little bit more brutal uh, in the, in some areas. But good stuff, and I, I would say if you like the first one, you'll definitely like this, and it's a must. And if you're a fan of the first one, this is a must watch. Don't and you should there. you should watch the first one yeah. before this in this yeah. case because yeah. you might be a little lost. Yeah, uh, it's a solid continuation. I like the first one a lot, and the second one is no different. I actually like there with you, Kruger. I can't tell which one I like more or if they're both like on par, but I will give this give this one. Uh, one bonus point because it made me shout at the, I went oh at a certain scene that came out of nowhere and fucking awesome and uh, I haven't felt like that since like uh, one of the scenes from Final Destination that shit was fucking cherry on top of the Sunday uh, it's this is just a good fucking time and I uh, yeah I really got nothing else but praise this is great fucking go check it out. I lost all my fucking thoughts that I had because <laughs> that seems fucking dope. Uh, we're talking. Are we talking about the same one? Red I'm- light down the shaft. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking good. I oh I I do love the family yeah. dynamic too. And then the uh, oh, that's a spoiler. The family dynamic is awesome. The new setting is great. The old setting was cool too, but 
I would not want to live there. <laughs> that was, well, that well, was and, terrible. And how about that that new character we get introduced to the uh, little boy that's friends with the younger kid that, and we find out his tragic backstory. It's just like, man, like the, it, 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 he feels like he belongs right with them. So, although I will say, there is one character where they had a back and forth with teen boys, and then one of them went a little too far and felt bad. Oh, I was dying. That shit was good. <laughs> what do you think, Mister Dan? Uh, so I, I'm a big Indonesian horror fan in general, as, as people have seen on the show. We we did Impedigore, uh, of course, love that movie. Impedigore is uh, Big fan of Jocko Anwar. And um, so, uh, and I'm also a big fan of the, the 80s film that inspired all of this, uh, Satan's Slave. So you should make it a triple feature. Um, so this one, kind of going through the apartment, I was like, okay, we're kind of doing the Demons 2 thing. Um, beautiful looking film, really well developed, likable characters of the ones that were supposed to be anyways. Um, it is for a longer movie. I think it runs around an hour 50. The ending felt a little bit rushed and there's kind of an info dump that, that happens from run one character that kind of wraps it all up fast. There is obviously going to be a third film. So, you know, that's, that's cool. Uh, it re- and it does repeat some beats from the original uh, the original film a little bit. Minor complaints. I think they do a really good job of making this giant apartment complex feel scary as shit um, and very isolated. Even though there are people there, uh, this is pretty notable. It's actually the first Indonesian film to get an IMAX release. Uh, no shit. Is really Seeing awesome. this in IMAX would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, it, it's it definitely. Again, I do prefer the, the first film a little bit. Uh, I felt a little bit more suspense. Um, not that it's not here. And you meant that scene you mentioned in the the garbage shoot. That's amazing. Uh, there's just a lot of cool stuff going on here. Uh, the, Indonesia, Turkey, there's so many regions that, uh, I mean, look, hell, look at Saloom, uh, Senegal, I believe that was. Um, they, we're getting great horror from all over the place, and I just think that's really cool. And one of the best things about Shudder is because otherwise we probably wouldn't have a, an easy-to-find home for a lot of this stuff, especially the way they promote it. Uh I did love this one. It's not a classic. I do feel like just it's not quite on par with the first film, but it's still really good. And I'm all in for the third film because, again, it kind of leaves us us uh, hanging here. Also, shout out to Tara Basaro as Rini. Love her. She's amazing. She's awesome. Man. Uh, definitely just everybody in this film very well acted well written the characters are great it seems like Uh, they love the fucking shit out of each other too which is just makes me care more i'm yeah i'm super invested they can uh i don't know if they'll have enough juice to go on beyond three but i hope they go out really strong it's just that's just that slight decrease from the first film for me is is a little bit concerning but i I, i'm still all in I really want an Impenagor sequel because I think, like, as of right now, that's probably my favorite Indonesian horror film. So, uh, 
fucking but uh, satan slaves three give me four or five uh i'm down Mm -hmm. to make this a series as long as they keep it with the same quality and i would also just like i'm interested to see how maybe things spin off uh into you know different characters that we have in the story now we could see some stuff going on with you know some other people that isn't just this family too uh which would be really cool but uh i'm interested yeah so uh Let's rate this bitch, then. All right. It's Kruger. What say you? Uh, you know, the first one's like a four out of five for me, and I, I'm going to give this one a four out of five, too. I think it's pretty close, if not on par. Hey, man, brother. I am also a four out of five. I don't remember what I gave the first one. So, Well, unlike some of the rest of the show, we're, we're united in our four out of five. Check it out, and uh, hopefully this will hopefully this will get a Blu-ray. I don't know yet, but uh, after the third one, you get a big old fucking pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a Shutter box set. Like they need to start doing that shit. It's always annoying too because the 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 original '80s film and then the first one are on Blu-ray. So I'm like, please at least give it to us this time uh, for this one. Yeah, I need to watch. So, like, the original film, is it similar? Or, like, is it a remake? Like, you know, what's the... what's the? Uh, I mean, it's it's not exactly, but you should you should definitely uh, check it out. I'm trying to remember. Is it Indonesian as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. uh, uh, a, one of their big films at the time. Um, Think of a big American remake of a, an older property where they kind of just do their own thing. Mm. Sort of like Dawn of the Dead. They kind of take some of the original premise and make okay. it your own. So gotcha. it, it's not like a traditional. It's more like that that era type remake. Well, and there, there's a few yeah. different. Sa- there's two of Satan's slaves too, isn't there? Like uh, there's I, there's more than a a, yeah. <laughs> it gets a little confusing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys will have to have uh, to let me know which one is which so I can watch the original. Uh, what was uh, just sidetrack? What was the other one? The Black Witch wasn't that Indonesian or whatever? Black Witch, uh, Black Magic. You might be thinking of maybe. maybe so yeah, maybe it's Black, Black Candles. Mag- no, the no uh, Shutter just no. had a remake of an old school. Oh, uh, yeah, I I can't think of it off the top of my head, so we can move on. But yeah, there's a, it's just it's cool to see that Shutter is you know giving us all this foreign horror that we probably wouldn't have gotten, or if we did, it would have been distributed through IFC like every couple of years. So uh, yeah, thank God uh, yeah. for Shutter. Oh, I, absolutely. Indie, uh, I want to shout out to uh, Ted Bundy, the movie, and the actual Ted Bundy. I love him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, I get it, Ted. I, should... I get it. <laughs> uh, you know, it has uh, nothing to do with Black Devil Doll, but I, I'd love to do a watch along of the... I guess, is, is Black Devil Doll a remake? Because I know there's the other Black Devil Doll, but it's just a different Black Devil Doll. It's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I should also just so it's a little less confusing just to clear that because there is the Michael uh Go film. Satan Slave from 1980, and you're looking for the uh Siswaro Guatama Putra film. Uh it is all they're they're all on Blu-ray, so definitely check them out. Uh again, very different era, so it's not it's different enough that yeah, check them all out. 
All right. So moving on to our main event of the evening, uh, which is another one I would say uh, maybe not a ton of people have seen yet. And that is The Chalk Line, which is a Netflix original Spanish uh, horror film. And it is from director uh, Ignacio Tatai. And in this one, Paula and her husband are coming back from a dinner when they suddenly find a young girl wandering in the on the highway. Two weeks, two weeks later, after seeing no one is claiming her, the two decide to let her stay in their home temporarily and so give a twist to their love life in the process. But it won't be that easy since the, girl's, the, the girl is obsessed with the fantasy that a monster will come out and punish her if she ever steps out of the chalk square painted on the floor. After the strong bond created between the two, Paula begins a road down a dark path to try and discover the girl's enigmatic past. All right, so the chalk line. Um, this one actually stars Elena Anaya. And if you don't know the name, she's a pretty big international star. She was in uh, The Skin I Live In with Antonio Banderas. Um, Room in Rome was a big one. Sex and Lucia, which is a, a really popular uh, film. Uh, really super popular. I saw that in an art house theater in Portland, I believe back in the day, if I recall. And she's also done a lot of U.S. work. She was in Wonder Woman, Van Helsing, The Infiltrator. Um, really big star, really fantastic actress, and she plays uh, Paula here. Um, this one, really nice, slow build, suspenseful movie with the whole concept of the, the monster you know, potentially coming together if she crosses the chalk line. This could be all sorts of things. And we're going to try not to, you know, reveal it, reveal anything. But this is a great, fantastic slow burn. I like this movie uh, a lot. Um, really connected with the characters. Paula has been struggling to have a baby. She's been kind of keeping some fertility uh, fertility treatment secret from her husband so that kind of all factors in when she kind of bonds with this girl and uh i was glued to my seat man this is another one kind of got me in the got me in the feels i thought it was a really well done uh horror thriller mystery whatever you want to call it and uh i'm curious i don't want to i don't want to go too deep into into everything because it's you should be careful not to have this one spoiled for you. Uh, what did you guys think before I go too deep into it? Go for it, Kruger. Um, for me, you know, I, I, I do agree with you. Uh, performances and everything was great, and the story kept you guessing, kept you engaged on what was really going on and what had happened to this little girl. Give me some major the orphan vibes when I first watched like the orphan when you're when she's just mysterious and you don't know where this girl came from or what what her past you know entails. Uh, some pretty crazy twist there too that I didn't see coming and went into some kind of fucked up territories. Uh, I sure as fuck was not expecting. My only major complaint was I feel like this movie was a bit too long and there was definitely some fat that could have been trimmed out in there and the ending you know why i liked 
where the story was going going it kind of i don't know it just left me flat with what we got uh and ended with overall though i mean it's a solid one-time watch but not something i would necessarily be eager to rewatch anytime soon either but if you're into those crime thrillers or just you know just throwers in general uh stuff with a creepy kid that you don't know what their past has been uh throw it on i think you'll have a good time with it but i also don't think it's going to be something that's going to be on anybody's list at the end of the year either it's made some actually i can see americans wanting to remake this asap i thought yeah this was yeah really i got that vibe yeah dude yeah. This, this is easy money and when people are too lazy to read or press the subtitle mm-hmm. i don't know if they had it uh this there's money to be made here uh, Ryan and, Gosling and Emma Stone or something. Well, he's a talent, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is really good. I, I I had a blast with this, and I was interested all the way up until the end, and then I got even more interested, and I want to see more of what that could have been. So, um, did it, did it take a little long to get there? Kind of, but I didn't mind. So, um. Yeah, it's that little girl, fucking a dude. I I think she's a fucking massive talent waiting to break out. So, this is great, fucking great. Yeah, absolutely, just a really good thriller. Uh, paired it up with uh, Watcher, dude. Most of this felt year. like it was made for me. Oh, I finally saw Watcher. That was also mm. really fucking cool <laughs> for me. Oh. Well, oh yeah, you must have been on your. It was during uh, the busy. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you probably have more to watch than really we do. I I've forgot about that. Been catching. So, yeah. Todd. Uh, yeah, I also I did like this one. It, out of the ones I saw, it might have been my favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So. okay. I wonder why. I figured this one's <laughs> a safe bet. It's yeah. a it's a safe bet. Film yeah, <laughs> for a lot of people. But that being uh, said, it's not one I think I'm going to be in a rush to rewatch. It was a cool okay. watch, bud. What about the English version? Whenever that happens, oh, I'd watch that. Okay. Oh, it screams! I I would not be shocked to oh. see that soon. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, because it just it just or screams. just watch the watcher. Uh, well, watchers watchers quite a bit different from this. It is, but uh, but yeah, it's a good double. Double them up. It's a good double. Uh, all I did right. see them very close together, so you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, all right. Let's go ahead and rate this one. I am I am a four out of five on this one as well. I think it's fantastic. All right. I am also a four out of five. I was tossed up between a two and a half and a three, but... Due to the fucked upness of the subject matter, I'll go with a three out of five. Fuck yeah. I'm a three and a half on this one. All right. solid fucking numbers, dude. Yeah, I know. It's all like... <laughs> Today was a good day, mostly. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we've had any. Well, I mean, it's the cram, so we try and go for those movies we haven't seen that have like seem to have some buzz behind them but uh yeah i don't think come on dan they're just all the movies you want to make us watch we know 
Well, they had noticed they've been good, Todd. No, they fucking haven't, you <laughs> cocksucker. They've Shut the fuck it. up. Who has liked shit on anything out of the last two cram shows? Uh, something in the dirt wasn't very good. And... Uh, yeah, all right. That's I don't see anything. I don't see anything entering anyone's top ten here. I'll be shocked no. if there is. Maybe, maybe, maybe my not. favorite. We'll no. See. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, so. But you have to find out in about ten days. Yeah, that'll be a good show, guys. And, and be sure to bring your lists as well to the to the uh, comment section. I, I think I think our lists will be different. Some of yours might be. Oh, mine's always fucking different. As yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it should be a, should be a good time. Uh, you're definitely whatever you think of our lists. You're getting a getting it from guys who watch pretty much every goddamn movie this year. Uh, so. On that note, we are going to be back on Patreon pretty quickly. A few minutes. So, <laughs> a few minutes. So patreon.com slash flesh features. It all starts at just a dollar. And you can hang out with us. There'll be lots of screaming, throwing things, and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. I uh, do have a surprise also on the next show. So uh, Wednesday, check us out we're reviewing megan uh i don't have the list in front of me but megan a rewind or die and a bunch of uh, new stuff on wednesday uh, scare package two. two there we go so check us out and on that note that's all i've got uh if you haven't ordered it yet divide by zero by lauren dixon check it out uh buy the book on amazon i'm probably going to finish it up tomorrow it is fantastic i don't want to give away everything i can i can say it involves the cult but god damn does it go even further beyond that so it's got my recommendation good night guys see you on patreon well before i say goodbye don't yeah see you on patreon and also in about an hour uh check out house party live party yes Yes. and And, uh, tell ozzy you love his hair yes and for Kruger, since I believe he froze. I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, you could still hear me. Stay sick. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. okay. Well, good evening, Kruger. Stay sick, motherfuckers. There he is. I'll see you in Disneyland. Glad I didn't cut that promo on Kruger because I thought he couldn't hear me. You should. <laughs> Go for it. You cut it. You cut it, you fucking pussy. <laughs> He'll cut you, you.